You are listening to The Psychic Jam, a podcast that features three expert mentors who empower and inspire people like yourself to trust their inner voice, promoting awareness along their spiritual journey. Welcome back to the Psychic Jam. I'm Liz Throp, and I'm joined today by my colleagues Jay Lane and Amber Price. Hi, guys. Hey, how Hello. you doing? So, really cool topic today. We're going to be talking about how do you know if you have a spirit attachment? Um, it's a terrifying topic, right? Because who isn't mm-hmm. afraid, and who hasn't watched a scary movie where they've seen somebody become possessed or or taken over by a spirit? And this is one of the biggest um fears we we think we were talking about this earlier we think that most people have about tapping into their connection with spirit Mm -hmm. or uh their psychic abilities so we wanted to kind of dispel some of the myths around this and we also wanted to give you some insight as to how to to know if you have a spirit attachment and what you can do about it so first and foremost like to understand what a spirit attachment is, it's it's basically an undesirable energy or entity connecting to you. Um, these are specific energies which can vary in power and can affect your personal energy in multiple ways. So in a sense, if you are somebody who is, um, you know, somebody who, who likes to gossip a lot or you... Uh, you're jealous, you have a a tendency to be jealous a lot. Um, You have addictions. Um, You can you have control issues. You you walk around in the victim complex, you're into pornography, you know, any bad habit that doesn't serve your soul that you can think of has a specific energy that goes with it. And entities or um, undesirable energies can find and relate to that energy that you're walking and and talking in okay so they're going to be attracted to that pattern within you and they will essentially be you know they'll be like your your shadow that's kind of what a spirit attachment is it's like your shadow and they will start to show up and the problem with them showing up is they they multiply the initial energy that you had. So they will now take your, uh, your fears or your complexes that you have, like your sadness, your overwhelm, your depression, and they will amplify it. And, uh, and it's really hard to see that this is going on at the time, uh, of, of it happening. But, um, you know, there are a lot of ways that we can, you know, release and let go. If this sounds like something that you're experiencing, then, um, you know, you're going to want to hear what Amber has to say, because she's got some great tips on this. Thanks, Liz. Yeah, I uh, definitely feel like a lot of people are terrified in being like in a space to connect with spiritual energy and go into the spiritual realm because they are nervous that they may get an attachment or they're going to open up this dark portal of terrible things that are going to start to happen. Um, And and it it really does prevent people from really tapping into their intuition because there is such a fear related to it. And so that's part and parcel, like Liz said, why we wanted to talk about it, because there are always um, ways that you can be aware of things so that you can do them 
safely. You can do, you know, dangerous things safely. That's part of life. Everything comes with a risk. So, um, you know, when I started as a medium, I didn't ever consider that that was going to be something that I'd have to worry about because it just was never going to be something I was entertaining. So I have a sense of full belief and faith in my abilities and the ability to connect. And I told spirit that I would work with them and I would work for the universe for the greater good, but I will not entertain any of those things. So my gatekeeper prevents those things from coming to me and I have faith in that. So therefore I am a hundred percent protected at all times and there's nothing that's going to happen. Having said that I employ my family's spiritual team and gatekeepers as well because they are directly connected to me so if a spirit attachment cannot come to me they're going to as liz said go to the person who's the weaker person so i have a routine that i follow that is not even a routine i can't even call it that it's like a second like sixth sense or a second nature or something where i just automatically fall into protecting my family and my home and my property with that so jay's going to talk more about protection but i i just wanted to point out for myself there's just no room for that to happen so so to me i understand that but if you put that that block there that's good so how do you know you have an attachment well one you're probably going to be aware that something is different or that you may think you picked something up a lot of times when when clients come to me and they ask me this question the reason they're here asking me the question is because they think they have an awareness that something has attached to them (laughs) they didn't i didn't tell them this they came to me asking the question And so that awareness may be that you visited somewhere, that you think that you picked something up, or you think there was an evil eye done on you, or there's somebody sending you negative energy or something like that. And so therefore you are likely gonna have some sort of idea that you think there's an attachment to you. Now the big pieces of these things are your mind, your body, and your emotional self because we know this is a spiritual thing that's going to be impacting you but on the terms of how it influences us as a human you may start to have irritability and heavy heavy feelings emotionally mentally physically you might start to have conflicts with others and be very um explosive and aggressive and short-tempered and you may notice like severe and sudden mood swings coming on so in terms of our uh, ability to deal with people and things it it shortens we feel like we're constantly on a heightened alert and we're just being drained it feels like so we just don't have any room for anything else so this may lead to avoiding people, places, and things. You may just feel like you're pulling yourself right out of everything and just shutting everybody out and shutting everything down because you may start to feel like there's an immense pressure, like a leeching energy, like you cannot escape it. The immense pressure that you feel that you're not able to to cut or to release. And it's almost to me feeling like something is just draining you, like a vampire's leached in there and sucking your blood, right? So to, to, like just feeling that is going to kind of give you some red flags that something might be going on. And then you might also have fogginess, like being able to focus or have clarity is going to be hard. I know that when I'm in a room full of energy, 
I feel sometimes it's very hard to focus. Like I don't want to have conversations with people prior to me doing a reading because it is hard to focus. So I can imagine that if you have an attachment that's trying to grab your attention and showing you all these random images and trying to get, get you to be focused on them, that it's going to be difficult to, to have focus and not feel foggy. Now, emotionally you may not also know what your feelings are so we talked about kind of like a rage cycle or conflict with others or irritability but also lacking empathy you start to feel like you just have nothing to give anybody so you don't care about things you don't feel like you would do the things that you used to do for others the compassion's almost gone um very weepy you might suddenly have this burst of crying or like as well as the anger burst but the the feelings also in your body besides the heaviness you might also get tingling and the we talked about pressure i was feeling more like emotional pressure at that time mental pressure but also feelings of heaviness and pressure in your physical body and i often get heart palpitations when i'm connecting to energy so therefore i feel like if you are getting someone that's attached to you you may also start to feel heart palpitations dizziness shakiness um weakness and that kind of thing i also feel like i've had people explain to me it feels like they've been punched in the gut and that they can't catch their breath so again a lot of demand physically emotionally mentally and spiritually placed on an individual when there is a spiritual attachment and also I want to talk uh, quickly about sleep, <laughs> because when you have an attachment, you are not going to get a good quality sleep. You might be awake. You might end up with insomnia where you can't just sleep at all. Um, you may just keep waking up at random times and also feeling like now this is I just want to point out there's something different between an attachment related to sleep and sleep paralysis. So I'm not talking about sleep paralysis today, but I have had people describe to me that when they're sleeping and they have this attachment that they just nod them all night to get them to be awake and talk to them. So they're not being able to sleep. But then they also feel like their body is being pulled one way or pushed another way or feeling of like kind of being told what to do and where to go physically. Um, and like I said, we'll talk about sleep paralysis and maybe another one, ladies. But right now, this is more about how an attachment happens. And then, of course, the nightmares. You finally get to sleep and now you're infiltrated with nightmares or racing thoughts and you just can't stop and that's um you know potentially their way of trying to get you to connect with them telepathically um or through through thought so a lot of these things may also be a physical or mental health issue in which case i still would like to interject that we want you to make sure that if anything changes with you mentally spiritually emotionally physically that you seek a medical professional because you always, always, always have to, to rule those things out first and, and to get the help that you need so that someone is able to identify which way you're going here. So I always tell my clients that as well, like make sure we've ruled these things out first and then, and then we'll go down the road of the spiritual energetic attachment. So now I've kind of touched a little bit on what I do, but I know Jay, you have some um, examples of things that people can do to help protect themselves from this, correct? Absolutely, I do. And Amber, that was great. And Liz as well. But you know, a lot of people do, and, and you're so right, Amber, when it comes to spirits, 
you know, they really feel this energy and you're not imagining things. There are good spirits and then there's bad spirits as well. But what can we do to protect ourselves or what can we do to get rid of these energies? And the thing is, the first thing I tell people is smudge. And it's my favorite thing. There are so many different types of things that you can use to rid um, energies from your area. Smudge, what it is, is a positive um, when you light it, it's positive. It's a positive energy that's expelled into your area. And as a result of that, a lot of people think that they're smudging away their good spirits, like their mothers, their fathers, that kind of thing. But actually, you're not. All you're doing is ridding of the negative energy that's around you. Now, there's several different things that you can use to do that. You can use smudge. You can use cedar. You can use sage. You can use Palo Santo wood and Palo Santo is my favorite because it's from a cypress tree. It's been cured for four years, but not only does it rid your area of evil and nasty entities, it also brings in some really great energy for luck. So I love that. The very first thing I do is I try to engage with the spirit. So if I'm thinking that I have an attachment, I'm going to have a chat with whoever I think is attached to me. So the thing is, I'm going to have a conversation to see if I get any response. You're not always going to get audible responses, especially if you're not a medium or psychic, or if you don't have clairaudience or clairvoyance abilities. But you will start noticing little things happening around you and hints of who's around. So there might be some different activity. You know, there might be things moving around when you're asking certain things, you know, your keys are in a different place or whatever. It could be a little trickster that's around. It could be poltergeist. There are so many different types. But the thing is, for me, once you use that Palo Santo wood and once you cleanse your energy, you start should start feeling a little bit better almost immediately. A lot of people use different things. I've told people to put gemstones by their bed gemstones are really great for absorbing negative energy so citrine um, smoky quartz quartz any type of uh, stone that will absorb negative energy now some of these stones need to be cleansed in order to rid that negative energy from them citrine's my favorite because it really doesn't need to be the other thing that i will use is salt and so salt is really great for getting rid of very terrible energies but you need to bless it you don't have to go to a church to bless your salt you can actually do your own ritual and bless your salt i also use cloves and cloves is amazing at i put it right at the door so that nothing can enter that that field once i've smudged my room so i tell people to do that wholeheartedly smudge for seven days whether it's with palo santo sage whatever some people also use holy water they can bless their own and get, or get it from a church if that's um, what you truly believe in. And so definitely I would encourage you to do that as well. Now, there are portals in certain places. Some places just naturally attract energies. And so I recommend not putting a mirror at the end of your bed. I believe that mirrors can really invite terrible energies, especially if they're by a doorway and your feet are <laughs> towards that mirror. And I don't know why, but it's always been like that for me. I've always told people not to, and I've heard this Um a lot of people talk about that. But for me, it's one of the things that I recommend. Um, you 
only if you feel comfortable because people do not feel comfortable to do a smudge so if you do not feel comfortable you might want to seek some professional help with the services of a psychic medium or a spiritual advisor or even a paranormal group they have all kinds of tools to be able to measure whether there is in fact some activity going on in your home they have electronic devices such as emf meters they have evp recorders electric voice phenom electrical voice phenomenon is what it's called and that is where you use a recorder and you could ask questions and then you'll get some responses but you could determine all of that through somebody who's experienced and they can help you get rid of unwanted energies in your home as well so i really really encourage people to try to do it themselves because i believe that when you take that first step in conquering your fear once that fear is gone these energies are less apt to attach themselves because that's what they feed off of and so it's hard to do that on your own so sometimes you may need that help from someone i also use the archangel um, prayer that really helps rid nasty energies around and i like to use that prayer when i go somewhere to rid energies from a home and so i really um i really love that prayer because it my archangel michael is our protector he's the big warrior and so for me i always feel very safe when i invoke this prayer prior to doing a really good cleanse in someone's house and it's always always important to be respectful towards the spirits that you're having conversations with or when you're smudging you don't want to taunt that spirit or that energy you don't want to upset it and you don't want to be disrespectful i mean sometimes we don't know who's around us and sometimes even as a medium we cannot determine what kind of energy is around because sometimes they're they're not human spirits so the thing is is to be very respectful and to do it in a way where you're not going to make any of these spirits angry and want to stick around even more so that's kind of what i have to say about that but it's such an interesting topic right liz oh my gosh such a great topic you know i just want to i like i love what you had to say jay because it, it, it was all very pertinent but just to uh one thing to sort of wrap things up here to stay clean or clear of attachments it's imperative to stop projecting and take total responsibility for yourself if you can be the owner of your mind again you will feel like a million bucks you will be able to you know take on take on life again with uh excitement and you know and just achieve what you believe okay on that note thanks ladies this has been a great topic and great conversation thanks for your insight thanks for listening in if you liked our podcast or would like to learn more about us please visit our website at www.thepsychicassociates.com or visit us on our socials on facebook or instagram at the psychic associates <laughs>